Welcome to Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. We continue in the series on a new routine equals a new life. And we've really been covering a spectrum of things from both personal and professional life points. And we've been walking through a list of professional hacks here just since yesterday. And actually, I've touched on that a few times throughout the series. So if you've missed any of it, I would encourage you to go back. Uh, whether you're looking for personal, professional, all of these ideas, all of these concepts, all of these changes, these small changes that you make can totally renovate your life and give you a sense of meaning and purpose and progress. You know, like you're actually moving forward every single day and feeling amazing about yourself because of the progress that you're able to make. You're not just fritting away your time or, or, or waiting for something to change. You're actually creating change for yourself. You know, and I use the Henry Ford quote many times. Uh, you know, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. And that is always the, the case. So if you missed any of it, please go back and listen from the start. Um, but yesterday I, I was talking about meetings. I was talking about, you know, being productive and, and making sure that, you know, we take walk breaks every 60 to 90 minutes. I talked about the length of meetings. Um, today I want to talk about a couple other ideas that have been incredibly powerful for me and for my clients. And that is next is hold standing or walking meetings. Okay. Now that's even true if you're virtual. I mean, if you can, you know, be mobile um, in some way. I mean, obviously sometimes it's too distracting and you can't. But if you can, I mean, when I have a phone call meeting, I do like to walk, all right? Um, uh, so obviously it has to be at the right time and in the right way. But if you can do hold, if you can hold standing or walking meetings, um, people tend to be more focused, more interactive. They tend to get right to the point. Um, they, they, they stay awake and they're very alert. Uh, great thinkers such as Steve Jobs, Harry Truman, Sigmund Freud, Aristotle, Charles Dixon, they all swore by standing or walking meetings. Um, benefits include better health, higher morale, increased creativity. And that's all, again, because of the oxygen flow to the brain. Now, I have a treadmill under my desk, and uh, I find it to be very helpful in keeping that kind of, of flow going and helping me to stay alert and very functional. Um, it, it, it's something that I recommend to those of you that don't know how to do this, but obviously I can't stay on the treadmill all day long. I do it in, you know, in, uh, in cycles. So I might be on the treadmill for an hour and then I'm off, or I might be on for an hour and a half and then I'm off. So, so you've got to be able to swap back and forth. I have a, actually a stool that I, that fits on top of my treadmill. It's a fairly comfortable stool. It's a swivel stool. Um, that fits on there and so that I can just pull it off, pull it on as I need to. And then I have a riser around my desk. Now that's a, that was kind of like a DIY thing. They do sell treadmill desks and there are other uh, options that you can, you can use, including the hydraulic desk, um, uh, risers that you can buy and so forth. I actually have one of those in my other office. Um, fairly expensive, but, um, sometimes you could find them used for a little bit less money. Uh, but but even just standing can make a huge difference in how you feel and how you're able to function on a day-to-day. -day. So again, these are small things that can make a huge difference in your productivity and your ability to get more done. Okay, whether you're having a meeting with somebody else or a meeting with yourself, <laughs> try to get a project done, right? And then that's always the case, uh, even if it's just catching up on your emails or whatever it might be. 
Okay, the next one is scheduling think times. A minute, I would recommend a minimum of 20 to 30 minutes. Now, this may sound a little weird, um, but we always get so wrapped up in just stuff and doing stuff every day. And we do them the way we've always done them, right? We never question them. It's like, oh, okay, this is how we do it, right? That we end up missing out on potentially discovering more efficient ways to do them. The tasks that we do day in, day out, day in, day out, maybe things that could be improved, could be changed, could be altered. So if you take each week and schedule in, actually allocate that time, you got to do that. Okay, allocate the time on the calendar for a, a, even, a, even a 10 to 30 minute think time to just look at the stuff you do every day. Look at your lists and then ask yourself the following questions. Is there a more efficient way of doing this? Next, can I recruit, hire, or delegate this and use my time more wisely? Next, is there a way I can do this task better if I gain the right education or ask for experienced advice? Next, is this something that I really need to be giving my time and attention to? And then last, can I creatively, can I creatively alter the process to make it faster, better, or more economical? Okay, now got to think outside the box on these. You can't just stick with the same old, same old, right? And you may even have to ask other people. Um, it, this is where it's great to have a coach or uh, a mentor or someone that you can ask, right? So we, we want to be able to, um, you know, be able to tap into people that may have ideas outside of our own. Because when we stay in our own little, our own little world, then we, we can't really grow from that. And, um, and, you know, if you feel uncomfortable act, asking, excellent. Because if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. And that's, that is the fact. That's a fact. Okay? All right. So um, I have a time for one more. I'll squeeze in here in this last 60 seconds I have left. And that's the two-minute rule. If a task requires only two minutes, okay, maybe it's sending an email or filing an email or putting a paper away in a file or, um, you know, or whatever it is, if it only takes two minutes, just do it. That's less you have on your list for later. There's no sense at all. And just, you know, just putting it somewhere so that you can come back and do it for two minutes later. As many times as you can just get it done right now is as many times that you save time for later, okay? And, and you've heard the rule, only touch it once. So this might fall into that same category if it's something that's quick. Um, we often bypass emails, procrastinate on small jobs, or neglect putting things in their place simply because we view the job as unimportant or boring. But... It ends up piling up and procrastination only adds to our burden, makes us feel more stressed and unnecessarily lengthens our task list. Okay, so this is an important one. Developing this one habit can eliminate many of the nagging tasks that we often delay completing. We'll finish it on that note. Come back tomorrow with more goodies for you in this walk as we begin to develop new routines that can change our lives. Michelle Stuff, that's your journey to greatness and routine. Thank you for joining me.